come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And we hope everybody is doing great out there. Look, we, um, we're going to talk to Alan Genie from Cruising Through Life with Alan Genie in just a little bit here. But before we get into that, uh, we had a pretty busy day. We did? Yes, you don't remember? I do. Okay. I'm, I'm still tired from it. A little burnt. A little burnt out? Well, I don't know about burnt out, but my face is a little red. Why, why are you embarrassed? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. What did we do, Kimbra? We went scuba diving. Woo! We went scuba in. Scuba, scuba doo, scuba doo. Scuba doo. That that's needs to be a thing, right? Scuba, scuba, scuba doo. That's what Where you you called you? me that earlier, didn't you? Scuba, scuba. It either you, sounds, I don't know what you said to me. It either sounds like a dog that solves mysteries underwater. Or it sounds like um, some sort of excrement from a scuba tank. Oh, I was thinking like Ski-Doo. Like a little device oh, that like okay. moves you through the water. Oh, like a James Bond kind of... I yeah. know you've never seen James Bond. But, I mean... But you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. A scuba-doo. A scuba-doo-be-doo-ba-ba-doo-ba-ba-ba. Uh, so, anyway, we, yeah, we went diving in a lake. It was green. Um, it was, it was good though. We had fun. We got to test out some new gear and just practice. It was really about practicing and trying out some new gear and, uh. But we saw some turtles. We did. Yes. We saw no sea turtles. No. Because this was a lake in Florida We saw lake, lake turtles. Yes. Soft shell turtles and, uh, peninsula cooter. And they were friendly. Well, the, the soft shell. Yeah, the soft shell. Pretty sure people feed that turtle. Either that, or it's just got some sort of deranged, psychotic taste for human flesh because it was definitely coming after us. It wasn't trying to eat us though; like it was, it was coming after our hands. I don't know if that's true. I think I I think it would have eaten me if if it was big enough. mm, Matt, really? I'm just saying. So let me just say, the turtles here in our little pond. Look like they'd eat you. They've tried. Right. Literally. The one that we saw on the lake looked a little friendlier. Like, it was just kind of moving through to your hand. Like, it didn't look like it had the same motive. Well, you know, it's different, though, because we were in its home, and the turtles in our pond, when they come after us, they come into, like, out of the water. So, you know, softshell turtles aren't very comfortable out of the water, so they, they're already feeling a little off probably when they come out of the water this one was underwater probably about i don't know it was like 20 feet underwater or something like that um yeah it was probably it was about, fairly deep yeah and uh yeah and it just it kept coming over to us and he was so to, cute though yeah it was it was pretty pretty adorable but it's kind of funny because they had like sunken john boats and stuff there's like a platform and then they had like weird random sculptures yeah there was like the pig there was yeah, a little like, fisherman. Like a piggy bank. Yeah. There was, there was that, that totem pole with, yeah. with, the, with the Rastafarian guy on it. Yeah. With like gold necklaces and stuff. It was it was interesting. We didn't film anything because we were really trying to focus on our skills and uh, just getting used to new gear. So we we didn't go for the filming part. But I don't know. We'll, we'll probably go back there again. It was It was an inexpensive way to dive and it was only about an hour and a half from where we live. So we'll probably try it again. Yeah. But we're tired. Scubaing is energy spending activity. Yeah, we were done and I was like, I need food and a bed and a shower. Right. We so we did three dives technically. Um but two two of them were like fifty two minutes and the other one was about thirty minutes. And um I, they weren't super deep, but according to my dive computer, I burnt like I wanna say like 900 calories or something like that, wasn't it? It was crazy. Uh, you weren't a lot more than I did. It was like, like 350 
or something on the first and the last dive, and then 200 and something on the other one. Yeah, yours was like, you weren't like double-lighted. I had like 140, and then like, I don't know, like 80 or something like that. Like, yes, you, I don't know. You weren't like twice as much as I did. Which I don't know exactly how it figures that out, because it's not... Our dive computers can measure heart rate, but we don't. We don't wear the heart rate. We don't have yeah. the heart rate monitors for it. But um, I guess, like you said, it's going probably by air consumption, and I, I don't know. I mean, because our our depth and everything was the same. So. Yeah. Anyway, definitely we burn some calories because when you get out, you're like hungry and you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it was fun. Yeah. Yep. So uh, here's one thing, though. I will tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little cruise tip in. For everybody out there, because even though this was a kind of a tip that we learned today with diving, I think it applies to cruising as well. So we, we got to the diving site, and this is brand new gear. We got brand new gear, and if, if you're familiar with the way scuba tanks work, you wear this thing called a BCD, which is sort of a, usually it's a vest. Ours is kind of like a back-inflated thing, and it, it slips over the air tank, and then, or in our case, it kind of buckles on, and you have to like cinch this buckle so it so it can hold the tank, so the tank doesn't fall. It attaches to your your vest or your buoyancy compensator device. So we had we had kind of gone. I mean, we've been looking at our gear and going over it and stuff, but we hadn't really tried to put it on a tank. Partly because we didn't have a tank here, although we did have it last night. We had the tanks last night. Yeah, but we left them in the car. We did. We did. So. We assumed that that wasn't going to be an issue. I've never had an issue with that before. Well, don't ever assume anything when it comes to setting up gear. If you're going to be doing something, whether it be technology or diving gear or any kind of gear, setting up that that special beach tent, whatever you're doing, whatever you got going, you know, if, if time is, is important, then make sure you do go through all the motions because we had to figure out how to get that little clip thing on the back to adjust and it was it wasn't hard to figure out how to do it it was just really hard to do it because it was everything was really stiff and and because it's new and so we spent a lot of time yeah i'd say we spent like what 20 30 minutes in the, in the hot car and oh my gosh situa- yeah yeah that was not i was about to give up and just go back home right except, except i wouldn't have done that because i wanted to dive but yeah yeah so but but i mean i, I can i can see that you know with uh with cruising too because maybe you have some kind of some kind of setup that you're going to use what whatever it is you know just test that out when you are in the comfort of your own home when you have time and and stuff and that way you won't have to deal with those sorts of of issues on the fly as they say on the dive on the dive on the fly dive on the the dive fly swim It'd be the swim. The fly swim. Swim is like analogous to to dot. To, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Is anymore. it? Yeah, fly and swim. Those are like two verbs, right? That that are describing. Dive an is also. A, I said swim though. Right, but I said dive. Like, okay. why can't it be dive? It could be dive. I mean, dive. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be. It could be diving. Yeah, could, that works too. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we got to talk earlier in the week. We got to sit down with Alan Jeannie from Cruising Through Life with Alan Jeannie, some good friends of mine, and uh, now Kimbra's had the chance to meet them. They live up in Minnesota. Minnesota. Where it's nice and cold, and they got mosquitoes the size of eagles. And, uh, yeah, so they have a cruising YouTube channel, and they have a Facebook group, so go and check them out. But right now, let's, uh, let's have a listen. All right. Well, we are joined here by Alan Jeannie from Cruising Through Life with Alan Jeannie. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. How's it going, Matt? Doing good. Thank you. It's going It's going pretty good. You doing okay over there, Kimber? I'm, I'm doing great. You're doing I'm great? Glad to have you guys on here. This is awesome. <laughs> so we, uh, we often have different people, YouTube people and stuff like that on the podcast. And of course, uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting Alan Jeannie uh, a couple times, I think, right? Yep. Last time was a little too brief. It was just that little breakfast meetup. I know. But, uh, well, yeah, the last time was, yeah, the last time we did the aquarium for a bit, and the time before that was that little breakfast meetup. Yep. Right, right. 
that's right. I got I got my times backwards. I, I don't even know what time of day or time of week it is anymore. I don't know what's going on with time. But but uh, but yeah. So so I was anxious to get you guys on here, cruising through life with Alan Jeannie. You guys have a YouTube channel. You also have a Facebook group. And uh, I guess to start things off, let's just find out a little bit about it. Your let's start with your YouTube channel. So tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel. What do you guys what do you guys have on there and stuff? All right, yeah, primarily the YouTube channel. Uh, we we blogging our cruising a lot, like every or a lot of bloggers. We started out cruising first, um, and we watched a lot of YouTube videos. And then all of a sudden, it was like, we could probably do this. This looks like fun, and we'd have videos for the kids and and the grandkids. And so then we started uh, videotaping the uh, or videotaping. There we go. We started recording our. Uh, our time out on the cruise ships. We went on a couple of cruises before we started that. And then uh, now we video, or yeah, we video three cruises, our last three cruises, I believe. Right. Uh, and I think we went on two, three prior to that. I think that makes, yeah. Right. And uh, uh, let's see, yeah, we've actually been on six. So we did four probably total. We're doing the magic right now, um, putting out videos of our last trip on the magic. And, uh, we have been doing a few hotel videos along with it, the ones that we've stayed in. Um, I started doing that, and, and believe it or not, in a little hotel in Fargo. I thought, let me videotape a room tour. And, and I can't believe <laughs> I actually have a fair number of views on that videotape of a room in Fargo. But um, generally, what's really seemed to have gone is a lot of the videos for the room tours in the different ports, because people want to know where to stay. And so we put out a lot of, or we try to put one out for each place that we go, so people get an idea of good, bad, and different what we think of it, um, and that's worked out pretty good. But otherwise, yeah, we're just blogging the cruises, and uh, we're trying to add a little bit here and there with a questions and answer type one, and we do need to get a few more of that type of thing out to to grow a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think uh, definitely people are looking for content for one because it's fun to watch cruise vlogs but also of course for the information and um there there's not as much information out there about finding places to stay and stuff in cruise ports as you would as you would think so that kind of information can come in handy for sure now how long have you guys been cruising then you said six cruises how long ago did you start cruising um july 2017 that believe it or not okay. our first cruise 2017. So you packed a lot of cruises in that time. <laughs> yes. What is that? Three years, six cruises. That's yeah. hey, those yeah. are good odds. Yeah, tell me. It kind of blew up a little. Two years. <laughs> kind of, we might have found something we like. I'm guessing. Yeah. I had went on a cruise back in the early 90s on the big red boat, and that was the only cruise I went on. And we were trying to come up with something to take the family on, and I said, let's look at a cruise because Disney was outrageously priced. And we looked at a cruise and said, well, we can do this whole cruise for a week. And we took the kids out. The kids loved it. We loved it. Uh, we had a great experience. Um, yeah, we were instantly hooked. It was. And then from then on, it's just been nonstop. I mean, we're trying to fit in two cruises a year. And the next thing you know, it's we're planning on two and we do three. And uh, right, right now we have four booked for uh, – Two more, two for this year and two yeah. for 2021. Right. So that's how it goes, though. I think you know you you start going in there because there it's a really inexpensive, awesome holiday, and then you get addicted, and then you just and then you're like, well, it's a really inexpensive holiday. You know, I can only go on a regular vacation like once a year or once every other year, but cruising, I can I can do that multiple times. <laughs> exactly. So what made you want to cruise exactly? I, I know you guys said you were looking for something affordable, but what appealed to you about cruising specifically? Well, I think that, um, well, we had just kind of started, you know, traveling as a couple, let alone a family. And we knew that we really liked the ocean. I think that was the first draw, you know, like, okay, let's try it. I have to admit that I was terrified at first uh, going out onto a ship, being in the middle of the ocean. Then we started talking about it and we got hooked on watching Lolita Loca videos and kind of started turning us over. And it was like, here's these two people and they're kind of selling like, Hey, you should do this. That's kind of really how it all started. And so, yeah, honestly, 
and, and once you go out the first time, um, you know, it's that experience of being out in the water, seeing the ocean, uh, waking up every morning in a different port and seeing a different island, different experience. Um, I had traveled quite a bit because I was in the Marine Corps for years, but Jeannie and I really hadn't traveled. We went to Florida uh, a couple of times, and then we went to Puerto Rico, which is probably the big sell tour, yeah. because we went down to Puerto Rico for a week and got to see the beaches down there, um, and and that was really enjoyable. Well, then we did the cruise, and and we got to see the beaches and the fun there, and, and now it's, okay, where can I go next that's different? <laughs> What's, what's some place I've never been? And, and, you know, that's my fear is we're running out of islands that we haven't been to and we're going back and repeating some, which is fine. It, it's just, I really love to go to new places. I think that's yeah. the exciting thing. So have you guys cruised outside of the Caribbean? Have you gone, you guys haven't done like Alaska or no. California or anything like that? Yeah. We've talked about doing the California thing. Jeannie really wants to go to Alaska. Um, I, I, I have a saying that I've got on a couple of my t-shirts that um, I will never cruise where Jimmy Buffett doesn't sing about. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, up, we're up in Minnesota, and uh, I just have a hard time going looking at glaciers. I mean, it's, it's cold here about eight months of the year, you know, and I know it's beautiful and I know G really wants to go. I'm sure we're going to go that one trip. And we watched a lot of videos this last uh, few months on, on the Alaska trips, uh, EECC travels and those guys did, did a couple of them and we're bound to make that trip at some point, but I just got to sell myself to cruise somewhere that doesn't have a sandy beach and yeah. sun. And I don't know. It would be different for sure. And I've started to like snorkeling and that's a big thing. So I hear Jimmy Buffett's coming out with a new album called Arctic Circle, though, so you might be okay. <laughs> yeah, when he does, I'll go. <laughs> no, I can I can relate to that, but I don't know. Every Everybody that goes to Alaska comes back and just goes on and on about how amazing it is and stuff. What you guys need to really do is just move down here to Florida, and then you won't be in the cold eight months out of the year, and then you'll be like, eh, I guess I can handle a week in the cold, Yeah. and then go to Alaska in the summertime when it's... Matt, yeah, that's closer than you know, yep, I'm telling you. It is. <laughs> I have been working on that for a long time. I've yep. tried transferring. I still got one iron in the fire. We'll see what happens. <laughs> this whole COVID thing kind of threw a kink into it. But yeah. uh, I've already decided if it doesn't work out transferring, I'm just going to retire and move down here probably before next July. A year from July at the latest. Right. So There you go. That's the plan. We're gonna get all the cruise people down here eventually. All the yeah. all the creators. I'm in love with the world. We down there and met you. We were on that trip to check out the area and yeah. that, that whole Gulf Coast, the St. Petersburg. But we fell in love with it. Um, we have uh, the dancers up in Pensacola have said, "Don't make a decision till you check out Pensacola." So uh, <laughs> we have to go up and, and make one more trip down to check out that part of the Gulf, and. Um, then, I, then we're going to decide where we're moving. Then it's just a matter of doing it. We call it Pensacola. That's cold <laughs> up there. You don't want to go I, up there. I know. I've had more people tell me about how cold it gets up there. Yet, you know, when I compare it to where I'm at here, it just doesn't seem cold. Yeah. Um, you might get snow flurries in Pensacola. That ain't, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not I mean, too sure. Like I say, we want to give it a check. We see the nice white sandy beaches, but at the same time, yeah. You know, the biggest thing is just being down there, because right now for us to cruise, we're adding about $1,000 for the two of us to go down there, just an airfare in Miami, let's say. Right. And then you add right. the hotel in Miami, and, and it just gets really expensive. Um, that's a whole cruise a year that we could be taking somewhere else. And if we live there, we could drive to a port and be done. So. No, for sure. That's a definite advantage of living in Florida. Well, we did a whole episode on uh, living in Florida with um, Scott's on deck. And that was, that's one of the things, I mean, yeah, you know, it's even where we're at, we can cruise out of Tampa. We can cruise out of Port Canaveral. I mean, even going out of Miami or Fort Lauderdale is doable without getting a hotel, but you definitely are going to cut out the airfare or the, the drive down and stuff. So it uh, definitely changes 
the dynamics of the of the cruise. Now, your last cruise was was the group cruise. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. That was with Adventures Ahead, their group cruise, and uh, that was yeah. some. Excitement. Wait a minute. We're not supposed to call it a group cruise, though, right? No. 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 It was the non-group group cruise. That's right. What else? Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a group of people cruising together, doing things together, but it was a non-group. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that's in a split if they do. I like to give them a little trouble. And, so. and the amazing right. thing was it was probably closer to any group than any group that went out. Um, pretty much we all hung together just about all the time. Um, we had a little <laughs> spot in Ocean Plaza where we all were all the time when we weren't when they weren't in the casino. Right. Um so we did a lot of things together. I mean, really, really did. Um, we came very close uh, prior to on the Marco Polo app. And then when we went on the trip, it just cemented things. And, and it was right. probably the best cruise we've been on, um, considering we didn't get all the ports. <laughs> yeah. We missed a yeah. port. But, yeah. but yeah, so, we made lifelong friends. It's just like how you've been on a few cruises, too. And it's like you meet these people. and your acquaintances and all of a sudden you're connected, you know, and Still, yeah, we it's, almost it's talk crazy. every day with the whole group. So that's really cool. And and I and I think if you're listening out there, you know, if you have any kind of group that you're involved in, whether it be a cruise group, which there's plenty of group cruises with different cruising groups, or or there's other types of group cruises too, it's it's definitely an experience that anybody who likes to cruise on even a somewhat regular basis, I think you should give it a shot because it is a different thing and it's, it's, I really have nothing but good things to say about it. Now, I, I do have a question though. Were you sober at all on the, uh, on that group cruise? Cause they're, they're known for drinking, right? Well, there were times. There were, there were a few times where it got, where, where it got, it, I don't want to say it got wild and crazy cause I wouldn't go as far as wild no. and crazy, but everybody was feeling pretty good. Um, but the question is, were you sober? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, a, a chunk of it, yeah, <laughs> for the most part. I mean, you know, we had the drink package because we knew that we should, but um, at the same time, I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, I probably paid for the drink package. I think we did okay, but, yeah. you know, we did things like we found the alchemy bar this time, which I had used before, but never as much as this time. And this time I went there for all my drinks almost, and, and, uh, uh I went there frequently. I mean, I, you know, it was it was a good trip, um, but uh, yeah, this group was fun. It was the like you'd mentioned. You know, you don't even have to be a group of of any particular thing. I mean, this was the most diverse group of people right. that I've ever been with. It it ranged in age from probably thirty to uh, I'm I'm sixty four three. I'll be sixty four. And we got along like we'd known each other our whole lives. And I mean, we come from all backgrounds. I mean, it's crazy, just crazy. And uh, like I said, we made like long friends. I mean, it was really good, so. Yeah, that's that's something that the cruising community in general has, I think, been nice. You know, the, in this time, there's so many very different opinions on everything and and uh there's it can be people can be really harsh to one another and especially online and stuff but the one place where that seems to that i've noticed that that seems to not be the case is for the most part in the cruising community and going on these group cruises with people that normally i would not have associated with not because they're they're bad people they're just not in my circle they're just not people that i would be like oh we would probably get along and yet we get along wonderfully. So uh, it, it really, I think it's, it's what we need in this country, right? We need, we need to find that bond. So we stop just yelling at each Agreed. other, but, uh, but, but definitely um, going on these group cruises is, is, a, is a great way to make friends and just have that bond experience. So where did you go on this cruise? Well, well first of all, when was it? It was pretty recently, right? Yeah. February 29th. Um, to what March eighth? March eighth, yep, yeah, yep. And so we did. Uh, oh, you were you were getting on that ship just after we got off of the Brilliance, I think. Yeah, we yes. got off on the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh, yeah, we got off on the twenty seventh, yes. and you guys were getting on that group cruise. So I'm so so where did so where did you go? Um. So uh, let's see. We went to Saint Martin, uh, Tortola, 
San Juan. Nice, I haven't been there. And then uh, we were supposed to go to Grand Turk. And then that's the port where we finally realized like, hey, uh, they're not letting us off. And, and that's where we started to realize things were changing. <laughs> the, the world kind of changed while we were gone. Which, right. You know, it's amazing when you're gone and you're not seeing really any news, even though you have your phone, you're not keeping up with what's going on. And when we left, I mean, we had to fill out a piece of paper that said, I don't have a fever. Yeah. And put it in a box. And it was nowhere near. I mean, I could have, to be honest, I could have got on and not filled that paper out. Nobody would have even known. Right. Um, and that was all we had to do. And it went in that one week time, it went from that to we're not going to let you off the ship in Grand Turk because we're not sure if you're sick or not. Right, right. And, and that just for right. all of us kind of threw us for a little loop. Then we weren't sure what was going on at that point. So, uh, But it was, again, with the people we were with and the ports, it was great. Yeah, that, that I mean, that kind of happened on our cruise, too. You know, we left on February 22nd, and I think the day after we went to Grand Cayman, we were seeing posts that people weren't allowed to get off in Grand Cayman, and we're like, we just made it, and it was, it was weird. Yeah, we definitely guess got right in at the tail end yeah i think yeah. i think we got like like the end of or the the beginning of when it like really went crazy and then you guys were probably like on the really crazy cruise well you just and hit, then it like shut down. yeah just shut shut down the last that was the last port for you guys was grand turk yeah yeah we did uh we got off at, we did puerto rico and everything was fine in puerto rico it was a, a typical trip um I think we found, at least Jeannie and I have found that we prefer going to Puerto Rico when you get in in the afternoon at like two in the afternoon and you leave at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Um, it's just prettier. It's cooler. It's, I don't know. It's just, I, I like it much better. This one here, you get in at seven in the morning. And you're leaving. I'm not ready to go and do things at eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> yet. I, you know, um, and so we, we got off the ship and we went and ate. Um, the bar where I found uh, the trip prior where I found these great pina coladas was closed because it was too early. So uh, we went out with a, with a couple of folks and, and showed them where we'd eaten before and the food was great. Yes. And we got back on the ship. Um, the next port, or the, let's see, the, the actually first port, St. Um, Martin. Martin, we had a driver uh, named Leo Johnson. And I guess he's a pretty well known as far as giving tours of the island, but it cost us what, what like $50 a piece and that yeah. included tip. It was inexpensive wow. and it included drinks and then the whole entire day. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, we had, let's see, six, six or eight of us. There were four couples and it was $50 a piece and he did whatever we wanted to do, took us wherever we wanted to go. Um, of course we wanted to go to Maho Beach and we got to go to Maho Beach, and then he then uh, he took us to a couple other beaches. Then took us to a local restaurant for lunch, um, which was which was great. Yeah. Um, that's actually I think the next video I'll be doing. And then, then he took us to uh, uh, his house, so because he found out that a couple of the people like dogs, <laughs> and he had like four <laughs> dogs, and so he took us to his house to meet his dogs. They were really cute. But, I mean, the guy nice. would go wherever. If you wanted to spend all day at Maho Beach, he would sit there all day waiting for you. And, like I say, it was $50 a piece. It was it was above and beyond. We just told him, this is what we like to do, and that's what he did. Sorry, does he have, like, a website, or, like, how how do people find him? He does, and, and uh, I don't – gosh, I wish cool. I had it. Yeah, I, I had a website and a phone number. I don't have that right, right with me, but uh, I definitely will publish it on a video for one. And if you need me we'll to get it to you, I can send it to yeah. you. But uh, he was he was amazing. Carl. Yep, yep. He was he was amazing. He really was. Uh, Carl Selinski actually was the one that recommended him. And you know that's again here we go with the cruise community. It, it's such a close knit group of people that if you don't know something, somebody knows something about right. it. Right. And right? everybody's <laughs> willing to help as a rule. I mean, it's really really nice. Um, Tortola, we had all just took basically the local taxi to Cane Garden Beach. Oh, I think it's what's, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was the uh, best. I can't even compare any other place that we've ever been to, and I want to go back. 
like immediately. The water was nice. The, <laughs> the sand was nice. It was $15 to rent a chair. It wasn't crowded. It was just really nice. So I've never been to, I haven't been to Tortola or St. Martin. I don't think you have nope. either. I haven't been to any of the places they went. So I've been to San Juan, which I, which I like San Juan quite a bit. Of, of those three, which was your favorite? Tortola. I would have Tortola. to go with Tortola, but it's pretty close. Um, I, I really love my whole beach. I think that is so cool, but it's not a place to go swimming. No. The waves are too high. It's, it's not a place to do any snorkeling. There are other beaches that are very nice that you can go to there. But Tortola by far had the nicest sand, the nicest yeah. water. Um, I think that you would love it there if you wanted to do a snorkeling adventure, you guys. I'm sure you would love Tortola. I, I would guess that that would and, be better, right? You know, and Grand, Grand Turk is our favorite by a long, well, <laughs> it was our favorite. Tortola could be there, but <laughs> I, I really like Grand Turk for the snorkeling and the water and all of that. I, Tortola's running a close second, if not already overtaken it, I think, though. <laughs> yeah, Grand Turk is nice because you can get off the ship and just jump in the water, and the snorkeling is pretty good. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's one of those places that just feels like you're in the Caribbean. Like, you know, you're on a Caribbean island when you're in Grand Turk. Like, Puerto Rico is, is, feels like Puerto Rico. Does it, like, it yes, does. it's in the Caribbean. Puerto Rico, like, which is fine, uh, but Grand Turk is the Caribbean. It's more, it's Grand Cayman kind of feels like that to me. Uh, some of the, some of the other islands too, just feel like the Caribbean. And that's maybe my favorite kind of feeling. So <laughs> like that Jimmy Buffett song. Like yeah. Exactly. Buffett song, right? I think, you know, we never really got that experience in Grand Cayman when we were there. It was our first cruise. We went with the kids. Um, we scheduled the dolphin experience where you swim with the dolphin and then we went out and did the stingrays and that was a blast. I mean, that, that was great, right. but I couldn't tell you anything else about Grand Cayman except that right. because we had to rush back to the ship and get on when it was over. And, and so that part was kind of, kind of rough. I'd like to go back to Grand Cayman. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't hate any of the ports we've been to. No. Um, I mean, NASA was not my favorite, but you know what? I've been there a couple of times and, and I still have things I haven't done there that I want to do. And if you really look, there's something to do everywhere. And that's the yeah. best thing about cruising. I think. That's the, like you said, you know, you're worried you've gone to all the islands, but one of the advantages of cruising is you get to go to so many places. One of the disadvantages is you don't get to spend that much time there. So going to these places multiple times can really be rewarding. NASA is a great example. You know, NASA, is is not my favorite port but every time i every time i look at it and look at things to do there i'm it surprises me and uh how much there is to do and then i've gone there on several occasions not expecting much and ended up having an absolute wonderful time especially on i think the maybe the last time i was there was was a group cruise and we just walked around we went to the distillery and you know just just hanging out with with friends and you're not in a rush and you you know you get a couple cocktails and that's you know what more could you really ask for so uh but yeah definitely cool to go back and and just keep experiencing different things so let me ask you this when you guys missed grand turk when they didn't let you go to grand turk how did the cruise ship itself how did they accommodate you guys for that did they come up with alternative activities? Like, how did they handle that? Well, first thing, it was a really long day. Um, I think they were actually fighting back and forth to still get us on that island. Gosh, I feel like we sat there until three or four. We did. We, we left at four. They had initially, uh, I think, really thought we were going to be able to get off. Right. And supposedly the main reason why we couldn't get off is that there was somebody that was in St. Martin on another ship had contacted somebody who had COVID. So they knew COVID was in St. Martin. And I get the islands don't want to take a chance because if it hits the islands, it could wipe them out. I totally get that. Um, we had two people that, that we had heard were sick, but 
by sick, I think they'd had heart attacks or something. You know, they have to medevac people out occasionally. Yeah. So we had two people that had to get off the ship. They had helicopter waiting to take them. And the Turk government would not let them off the ship. Um, they left everybody. They would not go. And the ship was refusing, I think, to leave until those people got on the ambulance. So finally, about 3 o'clock, they came to an agreement that those two people could go. Right. And they were going to be medevac back out to the States or wherever. Um, well, so think, those two people yeah. came and they got them off the ship. And once they were off the ship, we left. Now, during the day, we knew as it changed. At the beginning, they had nothing really extra for us. We were all actually called down to start getting ready to get off just like normal. Um, and then they just kind of stopped. And we were all sitting in Ocean Plaza going, okay, what's going right. on here? And they just kind of left us hanging that they were still preparing or still getting ready. But then you started seeing things open up and, and, and bands started opening and the casino started opening and, and um, uh, the bartenders came back to a few of the bars and, and food started being served. Different things that you went, okay, this is not going away. Yeah. And, and that's how we kind of pieced it all together. Um, as far as the ship making it right, I mean, they did really good as far as finding different things for us to do once they agreed that we weren't getting off. Um, and they did make it right by us. They gave everybody $100 credit and all of our port fees back. And, you know, of course, at $100, everybody pretty much put back into the casino anyway. So I'm sure they didn't lose any money. <laughs> they probably made money on the deal, especially yeah. out, of, out of some folks that were with us. But um, it was a, it was kind of a hard day because it was wasted. I, I wish that they could have just been a little bit more upfront and said like, hey, you know, this isn't going to work um, and go about your day, right. you know, but all of us sat around waiting because they kept hyping it up like as if we'll be able to get off the ship and it'll be extended type thing, which it never was. Um, so I think it was frustrating because not only that, our whole group was absolutely excited. Everyone had cabanas rented. Everyone was oh. ready to go. And then we had two sea days to get home. And as you started to get home, of course, it would get colder. So everyone was kind of in a Debbie Downer mode. So the All whole right. group kind of had to get over it a little bit. And then it was absolutely fun. Everyone still had a great time. It's just, yeah. you know... There was a major party planned for Grand Turk. Right. I mean, we had three cabanas, and it was going to be the finale for our trip. And so it was kind of a downer that it didn't come through, but um, it didn't ruin our trip, though, by a no. long shot. Right. Yeah, you always got to be ready to kind of roll with the punches on a cruise and, and not let things like – because that could happen even in normal circumstances. You could just have choppy seas or something. But I guess this was different because normally – the cruise line will know, like they'll know right away, Hey, we're, we're not going there. But in this case, they were, it was just like that ongoing, are we going to go? We're not going to go. But I'm glad that they, um, glad that they gave you guys some credit and, and got rid of your port fees and stuff. They at least made an effort. I think the cruise lines have, you know, tried to do right by people as much as they can under, under circumstances like that and circumstances like we're in now, hopefully they'll come back and, uh, Everybody will patronize them again, and they'll be stronger than ever. But uh, right now, it's it's all wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we're, we're definitely ready to cruise again. Yes. And and you've got a lot booked. So let's let's talk about the future for a second. Um, okay. If if there's a ship or a port that you would like to go to, any any place at all any ship at all are there any things that kind of stand out for you well i think we've got a, yeah. a few things set up we have the september trip set up and that's really just set up for the the after covid party i mean <laughs> it's really right. you know it's cheap we're going to take the kids we're going to go have fun and get out of the house right but then the cruises after that i mean we've got um uh, yeah, exactly. The Encore is coming up in December, and that is a ship that we can't wait to go on. It's a right. new ship. It's the first really new ship. It's the first time on Norwegian. We usually travel with Carnival, right. 
So it'll be our first experience with Norwegian. Um, Ports-wise, it's going to Portsmouth yeah. Bend, but it doesn't matter. It's a new <laughs> ship. So that one is definitely ship-based. And, and the April one, we're going to all brand new islands. We're going to the ABC Islands, yeah. which, you know, sometimes oh, it's yeah. hard to get out of a stateside, you know, Usually, if you go to Puerto Rico, you can get there, but this one's going out of Miami, and it's kind of nice because we don't obviously we don't have to pay as much to get there. But we're going to go to the ABC Islands, and I can't wait. That's yeah. snorkeling. I cannot wait for that. It should be great. Yeah. So, but that's the biggest thing. That's, it's probably those islands and that that and trip. And that trip uh, separately from that. Yep. So I mean, we do have a, a ship we can't wait to try. <gasps> there we go. I think that's Ralph. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think that's that, okay. Uh, we get the magic is probably Reno Park and Yeah, let me go take care of it. <laughs> Sorry, someone's at the door. That's okay. <laughs> we get Reno barking all the time here, so it's. <laughs> He's sleeping right now. Mm -hmm. I even took his collar off. He's being good today. He missed us, so he's sleeping. As soon as we start recording, he starts. Yeah. Stuff so. That's probably why we don't do very many videos, you guys, because we have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, but people, people like dogs. They like they like they don't mind it. They have, like a little doggy blooper every now and then. Yeah, Ralph is just we... such a drama queen. You know, he he likes to be the center <laughs> of attention. Well, it's it's kind of amazing, actually, Ralph. Um, people know Ralph just from the video. I got a picture of him in every one of our videos, and people right? ask me He's about Ralph intro. all the time, and it's crazy. Cause he's in there for like three seconds, but this time we can blame this on Jeannie because she got two packages from UPS. So it's, it's her fault. <laughs> Ralph Bart. But um, yeah, we've got, we, like I said, we've got these trips planned right now. Cause you really can't beat the price at the moment for getting yeah. a good deal on a cruise. Right. What ship were you guys taking to the ABC islands? Oh, Horizon. Horizon, yeah, which yeah. would be a first time that's, on Horizon for us. Yeah, I'm that's the cruise we have planned in October. Yeah, we're really? do, we're doing that run in, on the Horizon in October. ABC Islands eight eight night cruise. Mm -hmm. Yep, and yeah. uh, I, oh, I can't long wait. stays in that long great. stays in Aruba and uh, Bonaire. Yes, I can't that's wait. Awesome. Yeah, this should be. I don't know. Again, that's for me. That's kind of one is it's island I've never been to. But everything I've heard and seen um, is just amazing. I mean, they're just supposed to be fantastic islands. So I'm really looking forward to those. I haven't been to Bonaire, but I can vouch for the other two. Well, Aruba, honestly, I kind of had an experience like you guys had in Grand Cayman because the excursion took up so much of the time. But the excursion was amazing. But the little that I saw just was enough for me to know that I would love Aruba. And then uh, watching people's videos of it. Uh, but Curacao was just outstanding and I mean I've been I've been getting articles about Bonaire since I was a little kid and getting scuba diver magazines so I know that <laughs> one's going to be spectacular as well. That's cool. <laughs> now Matt is that where you went to swim with that big shark? That was actually Cancun so oh, the, the okay. cruise was to Cozumel uh, but the the whale shark I had to take a we had to take a the ferry from Cozumel over to Playa del Carmen then jumped on a bus or like a van, really. Took that up to Cancun. Then jumped on a boat and took that out to the whale shark. Yeah, I remember that. Hours. I knew that yeah. took up a long, long period of time for you. <laughs> it was, it was, it was worth it though. I would yeah. do it again in a second. <laughs> we won't forget those videos. That's those were cool. <laughs> well, speaking of creatures. asked you guys if you had any cruise creature suggestions and you said the conch so I, here's what i want to know why the conch and do you say conch or conch i said conch we said i, I don't know if it's conch. right but i hope that's right um it's like k and k i i would i would like to there's a couple of couple of reasons one um you know for us when you think of the bahamas and you think of of that area you think of the conch shells. Right. And then the other reason, now this sounds, well, it's, uh, yeah, we get to eat them. I mean, I like it. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to think of a nice way. It's okay, Al. I, I'll tell you what, when, 
when uh, we went last time we were on the Sunshine, actually, we stopped at Freeport and we weren't feeling that great. So we just got off the ship. And I asked one of the locals where was the best spot to get conch fritters. And he told me a place. And I went over there. He said, they'll, they'll be fresh. The guy actually takes them out of the shell, beats them, and fries them and cooks them up right in front of you. And it was the best I've ever had. And so that's another reason. But now, now I'll bring this all back to Matt's world. Um, <laughs> I, I know that there's a lot of, as far as the sustainability of the conks and, and making sure that there's conks for the future. And now I'm not going to eat all of them, so you're good. So I think I can get away with that. But, I mean, there, there's a lot of talk about that as far as, you know, making sure that the conch are around for a while. So. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's funny because I, I do tours at the aquarium where I work, and I, sometimes I take people into our commissary, uh, and, and I, I ask them if they like seafood. Sometimes people are a little hesitant, like, uh, should we tell the aquarium guy we like seafood? But what do you think all the creatures at this aquarium eat? They eat seafood. So it's, yeah. it's, it's okay. But, but yeah, sustainability is important. And, and the conch is a great example of that. Because, well, I mean, for one, if, if the conch is gone, not only will the conch be gone, which is an animal that's missing out of the ecosystem, but also it'll be an animal that people won't be able to eat anymore. And... Uh, also a huge part of the economy of several of those islands. So it's in everybody's best interest that, you know, we, we harvest conchs in a sustainable way. And the, the conch specifically that you're talking about is, is called the queen conch. So there's there's different conch shells. They're basically they're marine snails. And the, the conch, what makes the conch different than other marine snails is has to do with the shape of the of the shell. They have kind of a pointy, what they call a spire on the end, and then the other side's pointy as well. And then uh, most snails have something that is called the operculum, and it's a little, usually shaped like a little circle, and it's just a hard disc. I, it's like a toenail or a door, I call it. So when they take the soft part of their body inside their shell, they kind of close that up. Well, conchs have like a sickle-shaped operculum so and they're really strong foot which is what they use to move that around and so what happens is if you if you pick most snails up they just go inside their shell and hide if you pick a conch up it might do that but it might also bring that little sickle shaped operculum out and try and push you away or push itself back in the water they use that to flip themselves over when they get turned over in the in the tide and stuff but they and they have a little notch for their eye that's another conch thing but uh they're pretty amazing animals and and the way that you are sustainable with the queen conch is you look at the thickness of their shell so the the conchs as they get older they grow a, a thicker and thicker shell the part that kind of flanges off and curves and so there are supposed to be restrictions as far as uh how thick that can be for you to eat it. So if, if they're harvesting a conch and it's too thin, too small, that's a young conch and they're not supposed to really be harvesting that. So uh, a lot of the islands are doing that in a sustainable way. There are still parts of the Caribbean that are not. But, uh, but if you go to like Nassau or Freeport, they know that their economy depends on keeping the conchs alive. So most people are going to do the right thing and uh and it's there's some regulation on it as well but yeah they're and they're really pretty snails the inside of the shell is kind of a pink color and then they're kind of an orange color on the outside now here in florida you can find queen conchs they're not as common though at least not in the on the gulf coast but you find something called a fighting conch which is a smaller conch and they're fairly common. They have that same sickle-shaped operculum. And if, when you guys move down here, I'll take you to the beach and we'll find some, some fighting conchs. They're, they're pretty cool because you can see them looking at you and stuff. It's a, pretty trippy. That'd be, that'd be neat to see. I can't wait. <laughs> Lots of cool stuff. But I'm, I'm glad you guys mentioned that because you know, normally when I ask people if they have a cruise creature, they're going to say like sea turtle, shark. I mean, I get it. I say those things too. You guys are like conch. I was like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, we, boys for the invertebrates. We were going to just say sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, that sticks in my head just because right. of you. Every time we cruise, right. I could not look over the deck without making that comment, yeah. it seems like. So. Yeah. 
but it makes you wonder when you look. Now you know what it is and what's inside it and the, the yeah, little, right? you know, yeah. It's a whole ecosystem, but yep. you have no idea how happy that makes the, the educator when you say stuff like that, you know. Oh, just, of course. <laughs> yeah, Kimbra, I don't know how points. lucky you are with that. We, you know, we're all forevermore walking around um, quoting the Matt. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it's not the first time when we've learned something from Matt. That's, that's right. <laughs> don't tell him that. It'll go straight to his head. That's right. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, the yeah. truth. It's the truth. <laughs> well, listen, guys, this has been a really fun chat and conversation. So glad that you guys were able to come join us on the podcast. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much. It's a bucket list. Yeah, thank you. This was really nice of you guys. We really appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure. Absolutely. It was awesome to meet you guys as well. Yeah, yes. thanks. We'll meet next time. Next time you meet Kimber, it'll be in person. Exactly. Yep. That'll be good. Hopefully on, hopefully on the deck of a ship. That would be nice. Hey, we'll that would be it. nice. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're on the deck of the ship in Tampa and I wave to you as you're leaving, that's, that's okay right. too. But whatever. We'll as long be quite as nice on the ship. Us, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Yep. Thanks, Matt. Well, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. They're really cool people. They're really, I mean, I, we say this about everybody because it's true. Everybody's really cool. Everybody's really nice. Um, yeah. And, and Al and Jeannie are definitely some of my favorite people. I can't wait to actually meet them in person. It's so funny we do these, and every time you're like, oh, yeah, you'll really like them. They're great. And I'm like, now, it's not possible that every single person from the cruising community that you want me to meet is great, but every single one of them is great. I mean, to be fair, if I didn't like them, I wouldn't ask them on the podcast. I guess that's a good point, but is there anybody that you've met that you haven't? Like that you wouldn't ask because everyone that we talk about, they're like, oh yeah, let's do this person. Let's do this person. And they're all, yeah. Like, I don't think I've heard you say anything bad about anyone. No, I have not. I have not yet met any creator or really anybody from the cruising community so far. And I've met a lot of people who are not just wonderful people. I mean, some of them I, some of them I click with more than others, but there's nobody that I don't think is awesome yeah so, everyone's yeah. just really nice yeah and speaking of awesome uh we we didn't think about this when we were recording because we recorded like thursday or something i think wednesday wednesday yeah but we're releasing this on sunday which is the weekend of the celebration of memorial day which is i guess celebrated monday monday yeah and uh and we had al on and al of course is a is is a marine I would say an ex-Marine, but I don't think that's a thing. I think you're like, you're a Marine or you're not a Marine. I don't think you ever not, I don't think you ever aren't a Marine. I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't know really, how it works. Yeah, I'm not really qualified to, to answer that. But anyway, uh, thank you to all the veterans for your service. And, and of course, Al on top of that list. And uh, hope you guys have a good Memorial Day weekend. We'll be working. On Monday. We will, indeed. Not through the weekend, because we're off on the weekend. No, but on Monday, we will be working. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It'll be... (laughs) (laughs) It's a little weird working right now, but, uh, you know, hey, we're working, so we're not complaining about that. Oh, and uh, and there's another holiday that was today specifically, which is Saturday, in case you're not confused yet about the time. It's Saturday... May 23rd, 2020. And what is today's special day? Today is World Turtle Day. So even more appropriate that we saw... Turtles. Turtles scuba diving. Yeah. I mean, the the turtles weren't scuba diving. We were scuba diving. The turtles were underwater. <laughs> I mean, they were breathing and swimming underwater. They weren't breathing well, underwater. Well, I guess that's true. They weren't breathing There underwater. are turtles that can breathe through their cloaca. So they were free diving. We, they, fought, yes. we, fought, we saw free diving turtles. Yes. And they were... Very good at it. But <laughs> I, it occurred to me today that I have now seen more freshwater turtles while scuba diving than I actually have sea turtles while scuba diving. Unless I count um, seeing sea turtles. Well, I think even, I don't know if I count the ones at the at the aquarium. Well, I've only seen the same one, but I think I've dove at the aquarium three times. I don't think it counts at the aquarium because you, no. you went into that knowing it was going to be there. Yeah, I don't really count the shark dive as a shark. I mean, it's a shark experience, but it's not It's not the same. It's like a different category. It's apples and oranges. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was going to say it's it's not like a wild shark, but it is it is a wild shark. Technically, yeah. It's just used to people. Right. So, yeah. Which I guess some of the sharks at the shark dives are probably used to people too. They, I'm sure they are. But still, it's different. It's like different. If you, yeah, I mean, even like when you do the Grand Cayman stingray thing and the stingrays are basically in the wild as opposed to wild stingrays that are penned up. It's different. Or or that dolphin thing that we've been talking about in Bimini, and the, there's one in Freeport, that the, the dolphins are out in the wild. I think that I think they just adds something to the experience. So, yeah. Also, I should say that this is the 42nd episode of the podcast. If you're listening on Apple and it says that it's 43, it's not. That's not accurate. It's not actually correct. But it is the 42nd episode, which, of course, maybe, you know, we should have done dolphins because... 42nd, F42, is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. And as we know, the dolphins knew the, um, knew that was, anyway, so long and thanks for all the fish. That's what I'm trying to say right now. You, (laughs) some percentage of you just got that reference and the rest of you didn't. And if you didn't, then I would encourage you to read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Anyway, um, we're just chit-chatting here so i guess we should probably wrap it up what do you think Kimbra? i guess yeah you ready to head for the horizon i think so seize the day have a fantastic weekend everybody have a fantastic week Okay, well, we're not done with the chitting and chatting because we got non-crew stuff that we wanted to talk about. One, which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the cricket. The cricket, yeah. So um, if you're on the Facebook group, and if you're not, why aren't you on the Facebook group? You may have seen that, that we have been finally, finally doing stuff with the cricket, and we made some cool vinyl signs and put them on wood painted wood one of them says seize the day one of them does say seize the day it's very appropriate and uh there's a scuba one with two people scubaing and a heart it's very romantic and then there's a fun one that says you light up my life with an anglerfish we're so cute (laughs) (laughs) anyway there is there is that there's the cricket and that's exciting so i don't know what that's going to lead to i've had this cricket for like two plus years and barely done anything with it but we've we've cracked it open and I think I think I've got my confidence and comfort back with it so and now Kimbra's here to help too. I'm excited to to make some stuff. We bought an iron so we can try some iron on stuff. Yeah we got an iron in the fire and uh, (laughs) yeah we're so so who knows there may be some I don't know I don't want to promise anything but there may be some fun unique kind of merch coming out. I've been eyeing the idea of stickers and stuff. We had to get the printer going. Anyway it's a lot of fun. And then what's the other news? The other one is marble racing. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds really stupid, but it's but it is. But it's also really magnificent. So um, we're not big sports people, but, you know, it's it's for those that are, this may fill that void. And for those that aren't, they still may like it because it's just nerdy enough. But basically there's a YouTube channel called Jellies. It's it's Yellis. Yellis. J E L L E S. And but it's pronounced Yellis. Yeah, cuz it it's filmed in the Netherlands, but then they've got a guy from like Illinois that commentates it. And it's basically marbles doing all these different events. Like there's Olympics, there's races, there I mean it's it's really creative and clever and well put together and the commentary is hilarious and fun, but also sort of serious. And you you watch well if you're us you watch hours and I'm not exaggerating <laughs> of videos of marbles interacting with each other and it is it is spectacular it's it's funny there's there's teams and each individual marble has a name and like the commentator makes it seem like like they think and they plan through like these events and 
and their marbles. <laughs> yeah, we've lost our marbles. So I just, I'm just daring you out there to go check this out if you haven't already. I know this. Just put away your your thoughts of this is really stupid. I'm never gonna like this. I don't even like the sports ball. And just watch, watch a race. I'd start with a race, not the Olympics. The Olympics are cool, but I'd start with a race, not one of the original ones with the with the plastic track. Yeah, not like one not the, the Marbula one. Do the yeah, not the, the Marbula. All the, the other ones are good. The 2016 dirt race was the first one we started with, and we got hooked. So that's the one that I recommend. That's how we roll. Yeah. So I told I told my mom about it the other day, and she said, "You're not telling a lot of people that you're watching this, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> well, mother. Have you met your daughter? I've just told <laughs> everybody that listens now. Does your mom listen to the post podcast bits? Um, probably. I know she listens to the podcast itself. Eventually, she gets but, to it. But does she like turn it off when it gets to the credits? Probably not, because she she says she listens to it because she wants to hear my voice. Yeah, but she may not know there's anything past the credits. I will ask her, or I'll wait till she comments on this. <laughs> <laughs> Give her like a code word. Yeah. Um, marbles. Code word. Marbles. <laughs> Tammy, call your daughter and tell her that she's lost her marbles, and then we'll know that you listened to the end of the podcast. <laughs> 